Hello and welcome to Temple Bar Tradfest podcast. I'm Ruth Smith. And I'm Kieran Hanrahan and we're coming to you from the Oliver Sinjin Gogarty in Temple Bar in Dublin. And we're counting down the weeks now to Tradfest 2020 here in Dublin. Well, there's going to be any amounts of amazing gigs happening around here in Temple Bar in Dublin in the last weekend of January 2020. From Barbara Dixon to Africa Health Sound Systems, the Hothouse Flowers to Stockton's Wing, there's so much amazing Trad Without Frontiers to be enjoyed. All information for Tradfest 2020 for tickets and acts. Go to tradfest.ie. This week we're dedicating our show to a singer who has been gathering fans from all corners over the years and we're delighted that she'll be headlining a show at Tradfest 2020. Thanks a million for joining us, Lisa Lam. Hello, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Now, we're delighted that you will be headlining at the Pepper Canister, which is a, a beautiful venue, uh, on Friday the 24th of January at Tradfest. You have an exciting show planned by all accounts, and you've worked with so many different projects through the years. What can people expect from your gig? Well, Kieran, I'm so excited to be coming to Tradfest. Um, and uh, since I last met you a couple of years ago at, at Tradfest, um, I've written a new album. Um, so I'm going to be, I guess, really launching it and celebrating it um, through the medium of Tradfest um, in a beautiful venue. Um, the album is called Juniper, um, and it's going to be launching around the same time. Um, it's with the US label. Um, but album, the album was very much made uh, in the fabric of Ireland and I wrote most of it in Roundstone um, in the West and I recorded the album in Donegal in Open Gwydor in a beautiful place called uh, Studios called Attica Studios. Uh, so the project really was very much homegrown and I suppose... Um, just the whole, th- the whole thing was written, I suppose, in, in downtime um, from the theatre, really. Um, I, I went to the West just to relax and, and I ended up coming back with a whole notebook that, to what began and became this, this project called Juniper. I was going to ask you, actually, why you went to Roundstone. Of course, you did mention theatre. The last time we spoke, I just even from listening to you speak, I couldn't keep up to your career. <laughs> there are so many aspects to it. Will you just describe some of what you do? Yes. Um, well, I, um, I studied acting in Trinity, um, and that's how I first crossed paths with the beautiful Ruth here. Um, and I've been, I guess I've been doing it since I was a, was a kid. Um, and so it's kind of in, in my bones and it's kind of all I know how to, how to do this. The stage definitely feels like home. Um, but lately, um, in the last couple of years, I've, I've focused a lot on, on the theatre here in, in Ireland. And I've been fortunate enough to be working at the Abbey Theatre on some fantastic projects, including Jimmy's Hall, which was really successful. And currently, um, I'm part of Dublin Theatre Festival, which uh, is a new piece by Dermot Bulger called Last Orders at the Dockside, which is uh, a story set in 1980 about the life of, of the docker and uh, of a family affected by change that's happening and it's also set the night that Johnny Logan wins uh, the Eurovision with What's Another Year so he's featured on the TV in the pub <laughs> so we get to see Johnny every night um, so that's been that's been brilliant um, and I guess um, what's always the challenge for the artist is to uh, straddle and balance the line between live performance and the downtime and then uh, singing and acting uh, for me and, and, and people often ask me which do I prefer or uh, you know could you would you prefer to do one over the other but actually um, for me I can't really exist without you know when I do one for too long I, I feel I want to do the other or um, just to have balance and 
Well, it's definitely, you mentioned it being in your blood and it is definitely something that you've done so instinctively and naturally from a very, very young age. I know recently you, you appeared on Brenda Grace's yes, yes. beautiful uh, TV documentary about his life. And you, like, t- tell me about your connection with him from yeah. what age were you? I was, I met Brendan when I was uh, three and a half, four years old. And um, from then on in, he called me Thumbelina. And um, again, it was lovely this year. I, I felt like the universe was was working uh, on my side. Uh, and I kind of, Brendan came back into my life uh, through the Abbey Theatre as well. He came to visit me there and we we did, uh, we set about making a documentary about uh, all the memories made over the years. So um, they found all this footage, of course, of us from Sunday night at the Olympia, which goes way back with Noel Keelahan and the orchestra and... Um, and so it was. It was really special to see that footage, especially from my mum and dad. And you know, they, they were kind of, oh my God, where have the years gone? <laughs> but uh, Brendan was um, certainly somebody that really taught me about stagecraft, and uh, from a very young age. And he was just so kind and so generous with his own talent and time. And uh, meeting him again this year in the Abbey. Um, we spoke about this concert we would do in the Olympia, which we did do, and sadly, obviously, he couldn't be there because he passed away um, in July. So um, it was very, very sad and, and very bittersweet, but beautiful to be part of it. Um, but certainly, um, it, for me, it was a real reminder of, um, I suppose, where I've come from and, and the, the path I've taken that still led me to be part of the stage world and, 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 and certainly with singing as well. It's been with me since I since I was very small. Well, the most recent step on this path is, as you mentioned, your newest album, Juniper, um, that you recorded in both Roundstone and Donegal, um, two beautiful places. You're a lady of the earth. I know you're <laughs> drawn to these wild and, and rugged places. Yep. So, Lisa, all talking aside, we have you here. You're going to perform some of the new tracks from your new album, Juniper. Can you tell us about the song you're going to sing? This song is called Lighthouse and um, I spent a lot of time uh, by the sea, obviously in Roundstone and um, so a lot of the lyric is really informed by nature and the album itself being called Juniper is about the bog road uh, from Roundstone to Clifton and there was a, a whole load of beautiful juniper trees in the bog there which kind of stopped me in my tracks literally and uh, I ended up spending a lot of time and wrote about uh, the bog and this beautiful tree which became the title of the album. Um, and one of the tracks is called Lighthouse, I guess, uh, simply from uh, being around these beautiful places. I am the keeper Sky, quiet refrain. 
the house with the blue gate is waiting And the book with the pages are turning And my heart it is so bad and I'm waiting For love to find a way Love to find a way Love to find a way Love to find a way, to find a way. I am the head Alone. I am the secret you've been holding, the flower that's grown. I am the lover in the night, like a fire that burns. I am the mirror in the hallway with the morning sun. The house with the blue gate is waiting. With a blue gate is waiting for love to find. Effervescent talent there of Lisa Lamb. Lisa, that was beautiful. Lighthouse taken from your new album, Juniper, inspired by your time in the west of Ireland and, and taking inspiration from those locations was, was a big part for you. Um, it's five years, is it, since your last album? Is that right? Yes, it's five years. I can't believe it. Um, and it's, I always feel with projects and albums, they're, they're like totem poles or markers in time. So it's lovely and to, to look back and 
think of the journey uh, since my first album that was made in Nashville and had a very, very Nashville feel to it. And it's wonderful to be working with John again. Um, John was very much part of the, the live performances of that. Um, yes, of course, I should have mentioned John McLaughlin on guitar there. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, absolutely, yeah, it's five years. I can't believe it. And um, this album as well, um, I worked uh, a lot in, uh, in, 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 I kind of feel like between Dublin and Roundstone, there's a little place called Moat. <laughs> and that's where the wonderful Carl Odlum, uh, my producer and mixer, and uh, worked with me there. And we co-wrote um, a lot of the inspiration from Roundstone uh, together. Um, and uh, so he'll be part of Tradfest as well. And Steve Wickham is on the album. Um, so there's a huge folk element to the music as well. So I think you're, I think you're going to really love it. I hope I you will. <laughs> I, I know I will. I, I absolutely adore your voice. Can I, so. can I just yeah. ask, well, then you said that you wrote it yes, in the west of Ireland and then you went to Donegal to record it. Why was that? Um, we looked at a lot of studios. Um, we were down in West Cork. We, I, I guess with the label involved, it was great. And, you know, to have um, a sense of it being, um, you know, almost transatlantic as well. And they, they were really, you know, looking forward to me coming to the States probably with all this material from the bog, really, you know, to, to, to bring it to somewhere like Austin or LA to record. Um, and I really felt, I suppose because I made the first album in the States, you know, in, in Nashville, I, I felt I really wanted to have a sense of identity about, about this piece and um, ended up finding this beautiful studio in the middle of nowhere um, in Donegal, which was gorgeous. And we recorded it around Christmas time, so it was... Really cosy, really just uh, in a beautiful way, very, very bleak and very inspiring and very still. And the studio had a, a giant window where you could just look out and see the nature. I would have said very cold. But <laughs> it was go. very cold, Kieran, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but wherever you are, Lisa Lam, there's a cosy atmosphere because you just bring it. Thank you so much, gosh. You mentioned as well, uh, because the label was involved, you seem to get some sort of comfort by actually the way you said that, that there's a label involved. Is there a comfort in having a record label behind you rather than doing it yourself? Um, I think, um, I suppose it's the best of both worlds because the label have been very uh, supportive in um, the freedom that you kind of need to make the music and um, they really let me, I suppose, fly in terms of the direction of how it sounds and so I really felt, um, you know, that I went away and made something that was almost very much uh, from a very organic place and really uh, they're, they've been very supportive about me, the artist, making the music, and they, you know, get, they're just getting, they're getting behind it. And I think, you know, it's lovely to, to feel that there's a real collaboration going on, as opposed to feeling like, um, you know, with, with I, you know, I'm sure there's other other types of relationships that happen with um, with having a label involved. But, um, you know, I've, I've I felt that I've really been able to make the, the, especially with this piece, I'm saying something that I really want to say. So. I heard you singing. You mentioned about working in the Abbey Theatre. I heard you singing. A traditional song there in Jimmy's Hall when yes. you were performing it. To me, it was a stunning version of that song. But do you, does any of that influence come to bear on your songwriting? I think so. I mean, I, I, I'm, I really love trad music, and I'm, I'm such a dub. But I definitely feel like this, this the West in me, you know. And I, I find great inspiration from, from, from music in general. But I, I went to Fecal this year. I went to the festival. Um, I performed this year at Martin Hayes um, in the gate for Muldoon's Picnic, so I feel, with John as well, and uh, I, I feel um, that folk and trad music are kind of de definitely part of my, my landscape of sound, and, and very much so with this album. We have Steve Wickham uh, uh, adding beautiful textures throughout the, the piece, and um, 
and I think the way I naturally want to sing is is of that folk style. So I think as well for the label, it's an interesting sound, and it's not. Uh, but also with theatre as well, you know, Kieran, you kind of um, you kind of adapt a, a version of yourself for a song to, to suit it, and um, that's why I kind of love I love being involved in those projects that kind of. Uh, I suppose stretch what you, how you apply yourself musically to, to, to projects and the Abbey's been great that it's allowed me, uh, had a lot of music in it this year. Well it's lovely, you did mention this transatlantic um, element to your music and the fact that you've almost come full circle given that you recorded your first album in Nashville and now you're, you're coming back with elements of the bog, you know, to, to LA and, and all these places. Um, you, I, I, I think... Personally, I think you're like our um, Alison Krauss. You know, you've got. Has she been a big influence on your sound? Yes, I I love her so much. Um, I, you know, I think I first heard her voice in a Brother Martha many many moons ago, and um, herself and, and Gillian Welch would be certainly people I admire and adore. And Joni, you know, all all the greats, you know, from from that side of the pond, you know. Um, certainly Joni, uh, when I was 15 and heard Blue for the first time. Um, her phrasing and the way she sings has really just informed, I think, how I how I sing. And um, I don't think it was something I, I in, in, with intent, kind of tried to, I suppose, sound like her. You know, but uh, um, Alison Krauss for sure. I mean, um, and certainly with the soundscape of the music um, and the new album, it really does have an Americana feel, but it's really, really identified as Irish music and has a folk, a real folk sound to it. So. I'm excited for people to hear it as well because I feel, like you said, after five years as well, I have, you know, we've all we all experience things and um, and certainly my voice has evolved as well. So, I'm, and 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 what was lovely about the project is I I recorded it all live in the room, so we did it as a, as a unit, so we kind of lived and breathed every moment of it together. So, if one of us needed to start again, we all started again. So, I didn't want my voice to be why we had to do it again or you know I, I wanted to feel and uh, the feel of it like uh, and if if it's not perfect that's okay too because there's there's perfect there's perfection in that you know um in the in the sense of finding the truth or something so that's what I've tried to seek out with this because I think the nature was so much part of it that it's raw and rugged and um the recordings are beautiful and they've been recorded in America actually they've been mastered in America sorry by um Greg Calby and Sterling Sound so they have that sort of world-class uh, veneer on it as well. So I hope it's a mix that you'll enjoy. Well, you surround yourself with wonderful people. I have to say, like, your voice is standout and it's singular in so many ways. But I think you are such a talented collaborator as well. Like, I, I watch your career from afar and through, you know, social media. I just wish we could meet more often. Um, but um, I just see how easily, like, you see you with No Crows. You spoke about Steve Wickham being involved in this. Um, and, and, of course, having producers and engineers and masters of your music, like Carl Odlum, to, to bring him in. He's obviously worked with Frames and Mick Christopher and uh, a very particular sound, a gorgeous kind of very essentially Irish, but having a wider appeal as well in terms of American sound and Americana sound as well. Yeah, we, we, um, we, we just get on so well, myself and Carl, and you forget that you're making music nearly, you know, it's just, there's so much joy and, and fun, and, and, and I think that's always the best way for, for anything to evolve, and um, he's been an amazing friend and and collaborator through the whole process and absolutely his scope and range of, of vision about projects and 
he really understands, I think, the way I like to work, which is in that collaborative way. And certainly then it, it opens the, the kind of the, the weaving textures of Ruth O'Mahony Brady's on the album, um, who works with Glenn um, and her, her beautiful textures. And, uh, um, you know, there's, it's opened my, my, my own landscape of, of how I hear sound as well. When you meet people who are like-minded and have this incredible talent as well, you kind of, you grow. And that's why I love playing with John as well. You know, there's an ease and... Um, a, a really uh, a deeper kind of connection when you're when you're when you're on stage you, you don't feel you feel safe and yet you can completely fly and soar hopefully <laughs> I'll do that well I know we have you sitting here like in front of us and, and the glorious ability to be able to sing for us live but um, you spoke about Carl you spoke about the people you've, you've kind of gathered around you for this sound for this new album um, could we get a little taster from the album do you think absolutely I'd love to do that um, the album um, is very much about nature and a lot of the song titles are, are all about that really and one uh, one track is called Hunter's Moon which is the moon after the full moon after the harvest moon and it was literally named because the night we finished that track um, or making it or conjuring it uh, there was a beautiful big full moon over Moat and Tubber that night and as I drove home yeah it was just it was it was the it was the only thing I could see really you know it was it was beautiful um, so that track um I guess is is also I suppose lays it, it kind of it's a play on on what what it is to be a hunter and hunted as well. So um, it has I suppose a feel of an old Fleetwood Mac uh, vibe about it. So I'd love you to hear this. It's a bit of an exclusive as well. We're delighted to have an exclusive Hunter's Moon from Lisa Lamb's new album Juniper.
the brightest song I'd sing for you. Exclusive on the Tradfest podcast, uh, Lisa Lam there with a group of musicians who actually played with you on that track. On the track there was Carl Odlum, um, Dave Hingerty on drums, Anna Houston um, lending all her string genius, um, Jake Curran on guitar, and uh, myself on vocals. Um, so it's a yeah, it's a bombastic kind of track, and uh, it's one of the many colours I think of the album. We really do appreciate you joining us here on the podcast, Lisa Lamb and John McLaughlin, who's here. Quiet man too, isn't he, John McLaughlin? He lets his guitar do the talking for sure. Well, Lisa and John, thank you so much for coming in today. We're so excited to have you as part of Tradfest 2020 and best of luck for the release of your new album, Juniper. Thank you so much, Ruth. It's always gorgeous to see you and uh, really excited to be part of your amazing lineup. Um, what a privilege. And thank you, Kieran, and to everybody here at Tradfest. Thanks a million. And of course, tradfest.ie is where you'll find out about all the other amazing events that are happening at Tradfest, including two very special concerts by the National Folk Orchestra of Ireland with special guests. Tradfest has commissioned Danu's Tom Dorley to compose a new work for the National Folk Orchestra of Ireland. It's called Machnav, Airs and Songs of Kilmainham, to be performed in the historic Kilmainham Jail on January the 25th and 26th. Well, that's nearly all the time we have for you before we go, but we want to remind you to check out Tradfest TV show that is on TG Cahar every Sunday if you want to hear more and see more from Tradfest here in Dublin in Ireland. You can watch it live on TG Cahar TV every Sunday night or find it on the player TG Cahar, tg4.ie. Well, this Sunday's new show features live music from the Mike McGoldrick trio, Liam Wainley, Matthew Okasaja, uh, Roisin Shoiga and Diren Niglachan and Sarah Flynn as well. And we're going to play out with some of that fantastic set which TG Cahar or TG4 recorded live at Tradfest in Dublin Castle until next week's episode of the Temple Bar Tradfest podcast from the Oliver Singen Gogarty. I'm Kieran Hanrahan and I'm Ruth Smith. Thanks a million. Slán!
Beautiful affair.